0: The following is a Feltnout production. To find out more, visit feltnout.co.uk. Hey, hey, hey! What's up? What's up? What's up? It's your boy. Young. Feeling a little bit fruity today, evidently. AKA Mr. Crystal Clear Ears. AKA Mr. I'm recording this in the afternoon when I normally record at night, so I'm not fully fucking juiced up for it like I normally fucking am. AKA. Mr. Honestly, haven't got a lot to talk about this week, but we'll get through it together anyways, because that's how we fucking do it on this side, aka Mr. A.K.A. It's your fucking boy, Jack Fox, and it's time, once again, for another episode of Tired and Inspired. How goes it? Oh, how, how how are you doing? How's the th- how's the thing you had this week? Oh no, shit! Really was what well, that big. I mean, when you first told me about it, I didn't realize it was that big of a deal. But oh, all the doctor just took it right off, and then you got the promotion at work. Oh wow, it's been a, a busy week, and then you got the phone call from the guy about the thing that you were. Yeah, you did. Okay, wow, all right, and then. Then was, so after that is then when you, yeah, then you decided to cheat on your wife, right, okay, I see. Imagine if I just did the whole episode like that, just half an hour of going, no shit, really? No, then you you went to the park and then you kicked the dog, fucking, wow. What the fuck am I talking about? Um, what's up, I remember the last time that we had a, uh, correspondence... Myself and yourself, Uh, I mentioned the fact that I was getting my ears syringed um, on a day that week. Uh, Went to the doctors, all very excited to get my ears syringed. Because apparently, I've had my ears syringed once. Actually, I've had my ears syringed once previously in my life. And it was on the same day that I did my first ever stand-up gig. My head was all over the place. And I was excited to get them done then. And after I was... Afterwards, I was rather underwhelmed because everything just seemed exactly... Oh, okay, well, fine. Siri's just talking to me here. How fucking rude. Does does, it know I'm recording a podcast? I had my ears syringed the uh, same day I was doing my first ever stand-up gig, and I was very underwhelmed because after I did it, I expected it to be able to hear everything in the world and uh, just very much... Just felt normal afterwards. Uh, so this time I went in knowing that my ears are fucking chuck a block full of wax and my ears are fucked. Um, And I sat down, I was very excited, and the nurse took one look, one very swift look in both of my ears and said, I can't do anything with that. There's too much wax in it. What you need to do is go get some olive oil And a little dropper, you know the little dropper things, the medical dropper, like you you squeeze the top and then it fills up the tube and then you drop. And then, because there's so much wax in your ear, what you have to do from now... I I, I guess, when, when was my appointment? Wednesday, let's say. From now until Tuesday, which is tomorrow, which is where my next appointment is, apply oil in your ear... Every hour. And I said, excuse me? Unironically, no jokes, thought I'd misheard her. Because what she said to me was, put oil in your ear every hour for six days. And then come back to me. And I said, excuse me? Did I hear you correctly? Because I do not think I did. And she said, "You heard me correctly." Put oil in your ear. She's not. She's not. She didn't have an accent. What accent was that? It was Birmingham. Because I'm not racist. Um. Put oil in my ear every hour, and I said to her. <laughs> physically impossible and she said (laughs) your ears are fucked so do it and i said well you've you've cornered me there to be honest You've, you've won that round fair enough now the question you have to ask yourself is have i maintained my discipline the discipline of wax of applying oil to my ears every hour since last Wednesday? And the answer to that question is fucking of course not. You dumb cunt. (laughs) It's a bit harsh. For reasons that are Reasons, life and sleep and stuff happens. Sorry, can't go on stage right now and obliterate a small room. Have to put oil in my ears on the hour every hour until next Tuesday. It's not going to happen. Speaking of obliterating small rooms, um, well, anyways, hopefully, I got an appointment tomorrow, and I've been putting, I put, I've been putting oil in as much as I can, not every hour, because of course, fucking not, um, but fucking. My ears, right now, I've got my headphones on. And normally, as you know, I start the podcast off by complaining that I'm, I need to turn myself up in the headphones or I'm too loud or anything. Right now, I feel like I'm hearing, I feel like I'm hearing in 3D. There's so much oil in my ears. And yesterday, I put the oil in my ears, and then two seconds later, I went and just like scratched my ear, just try and move the oil around a little bit because it blocks up my ears when I do put it in. Just went and just like scratch around the area, move the oil around. And a fucking thing fell out that, honestly, a chunk of wax fell out of my ear that looked genuinely like a bullet. This was a wax bullet that had fallen out of my ear because of the amount of oil that I've been putting in over the past week. Not. Every hour. Imagine if I put if I had actually done it every hour. I think by now I'd be able to hear people's thoughts, like Mel Gibson in that What Women Want film. Old school reference. I am sweating in here. I don't know what the fuck's going on. It's April and I'm sweating already. Can't wait to get my ears and hopefully get them done tomorrow. Uh, honestly, I feel like I can hear Crystal clear. I'll take a sip of water here. Ah, delicious. Speaking of obliterating small rooms, um kind of speaking of it, uh Hive Mind had a really fun gig on Saturday just gone, uh celebrating any volume's third birthday, any volume in uh, Stockton, Middlesbrough way. Uh, celebrating their third birthday. Uh, thanks for having us on. Lee and uh, Adam. Appreciate it. And uh, just cool, man. Just cool to see loads of people come down. We were on at three, uh, 3.30 in the afternoon, which I realise is quite early, but it's an all-day festival thing. And uh, so many people were down there, up for a good time, jumping around. And, um, you know, I don't normally have... Uh, I think I've said this before a few times. I don't have a lot of confidence in myself as a person, (laughs) performer, whatever, like I enjoy making the stuff that I make and uh, whatever, Uh, but I really, really enjoy being in a band and I'm really proud of being in a band and I really like my band and I like hanging out with my band and I like people in my band and I like the music we make and I really enjoy it. And it uh, makes me feel good. And I was very pleased of the job we did on Saturday in Middlesbrough. And we're playing some more gigs very soon. And we also... Pst, we also have a headline gig coming up in the summer. As well as... Memmies. We're playing a big gig in South Shields as well. And we also have some new music to release. I give you guys the lowdown. The lowdown early. So be on the lookout for that. But anyways... This is supposed to be a fucking, not the advertising bit, but the funny, funny, funny bit setting up. Um, so what I was thinking of was um, I'll talk about it more in the second half, I suppose. Uh, but the any volume gig reminded me of gigs I used to do when I first started out at um, a venue in Shields called B Side, just because the vibe and a lot of teenagers there. I guess you know, I don't know they were coming to support. I think I think one of their mates' bands were on um but they were just enjoying it like absolutely loving the being out if you're a teenager and you're just out with your friends on a saturday afternoon there's honestly not many better things in the world so it just reminded me of those early days when i used to go out and i used to be in bands and play a b-side and stuff and then some wild shit happened and i was maybe just going to talk about some some of that stuff So maybe i'll do it in the second half after a quick word from our sponsors today's episode of tired and inspired is brought to you by hearing in 3d do you want to really know what your girlfriend is thinking like really really know what your girlfriend is thinking and get your ears syringed you'll be able to hear her thoughts seriously i mean i haven't had them syringed yet but if this is what it feels like i feel like i can fucking hear colors and see time it hasn't affected my eyesight but whatever all right while i've got you here um long shot but this saturday the 8th of april if i have any friends in glasgow or up there with the red hot chilipinos playing a show with a Foo fighters tribute band and a green day tribute band and audio in glasgow and then on the 16th of april comedy rocks event this is a comedy event raising money for uh, mental health charities at bobics in newcastle come see your show Run out of time during the adverts, but the uh, Comedy Rocks event at Bobbix is uh, raising money for charity. Myself, uh, Harry Ford, Catherine Young, Neil Harris, Kelly Edgar, uh, Gavin Webster, and being hosted by Matt Reed. I mean, that's a fucking lineup, to be perfectly honest. Uh, I know it's on a Sunday. April the 16th, uh, but like I say, all the money's, uh, all the money is going towards uh, mental health charities, um, and I also have a, a half price code for you, if you'd like, uh, so again, you know, because you're fans of the podcast, whatever, 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 you want to come to a comedy show on the 16th of April in Newcastle at Bobbix, Hit your boy up for a fucking discount-y code, innit? And then we'll uh, we'll sort it out. No problem. Um, also, I wanted to give a shout-out to uh, my friend Rich Truebridge, who started a podcast. Uh, Rich runs the uh, True Studios recording studio uh, in Ferry Hill, Durham. And uh, he started a podcast called Creative Control, and I am going on there doing an episode next week. I don't know when it'll be out because he also does video and he does lots of editing in the video. He's fucking the boy, Rich. He's he's the fucking man. Uh, so I'm not sure when that'll be out, but the first one's out now with Ollie Rillins, Ollie Rylands, Ollie Rillins, who's a videographer who does work for Nike and for Apple and has done music videos for Sick Joy and all these fucking excellent bands and nosy shit. And they're really good friends. Um. So the Creative Control Podcast, if you want to search for that, uh, the first episode where Ollie is a good chat about all things creative and uh, videography and photography and stuff. And then I'll be on there soon talking about whatever Rich wants to talk about because I'm going to follow that guy's lead because he's a good guy, knows what he's talking about. So obviously I'll talk about it more on this podcast when it comes out and tell you to go hopefully watch that. But um, yeah, look out for that. That'll be fun. Um, So I... uh, any volume on Saturday was a lot of fun and reminded me a lot of a club B side. If you if you're in South Shields, you probably know. If if you're in South Shields and of my age, you probably know B side. It was behind the town hall, and uh, low key. Look, 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 check over your shoulder. I right know, make sure nobody's listening. Right, just check over your shoulder. Low key, we used to go there because they'd let people people their age and we could drink. Right. Um. And we used to have, uh, like, lock-ins. So what what would happen was we'd go to B-Side, we'd spend all night in B-Side, all night, from, like, 7 o'clock till, like, 3 o'clock in the morning. And then have bands on, they have indie music, they'd put rap music on just for me, they'd put my songs on when I was in shit bands. And uh, it was just fucking wild. And it was also back in the day when you could still smoke in clubs. Absolutely disgusting. Um... I won't, you know, I'm not going to be nasty. I'm not going to be horrible. But in B-Sides, the only time where I've kissed two girls in one night. I know I'm a fucking playboy, alright? And guess what? Didn't even call them the next day. No, I'm just kidding. But it's it was just teenagers, young kids at college being fucking idiots, right? And in hindsight, now, looking back, I'm not going to say the names of the owners and the names of the adults that were there, but in hindsight, looking back, it's pretty fucking bad now. Cause we used to have lock ins, what we'd do is the club would close, we'd stay behind, we'd go get fucking pizzas or whatever from Donatello's around the corner. Then we'd go back and we'd put all the lights on, we'd put some fucking music on, we'd eat the pizza, we would drink from behind the bar, like just fucking mad. And then the one I think one guy was the manager. Let's let's the the manager, let's say he's called D. Right, the letter D—that's was his initial, right? So he was sound. He was okay. He was a nice guy. Older guy must have been in his late th- mid to late thirties at the time, and we're like seventeen, right? And then there was the other guy. Let's call him P. That was his initial P, who was definitely in his early forties, and both of these gentlemen, albeit was on the surface quite sound, had what I would like to call, uh, was it called, short man syndrome or whatever it's called, right? It's where the short and will be aggressive and will kick off at any point, right? Now, I have to reiterate again, we are 17 years old. Not only do I not really know what life is about, but I've never... I think this is life. I think this is... I go to college. I get my EMA money. I spend it all on a weekend at B-side. I go to college. I get my EMA money. I spend it all on B-side. I go to college, right? This is what I think life is, right? One time, we're having a lock-in with uh, P. And there's like 10 of us, 10 17-year-old males. And P... I don't think D's there, but D's brother was a bouncer. Let's call him N, because that's his initials, right? So there's P, 10 of us, and N there. And P, randomly as fuck, says, which one of you's, meaning the 10, 17-year-olds that were there, thinks it could take a beating the best? We were like, huh? I'm drunk. and need pizza. Huh? And he says, Which one of you's thinks he could take a beating the best? And my friend, S, let's call him, because that's his initials, of course, stands up and says, Me, motherfucker. So P drags him over to near the bar, turns him round so his back's shown to him. P then takes his belt off and then just whips the guy in the arse for fucking no reason whatsoever. Why? You're a 40 year old man. What you doing? What you doing guy? You're a 40-year-old man. Stop whipping boys in a bar you own. At the time, the nine other drunk 17-year-olds were like, oh, that's fucking... <laughs> that's fucking hilarious. He's getting whipped. And then my friend S was like, you just whipped me on my ass. That fucking hurts me. What are you doing? And then P was like, oh, I told you you couldn't fucking... Hey man, go home to your wife, go to bed, you got work the next day, what are you doing whipping 17 year old boys with a belt, what are you doing, hey man, stop it, the fuck are you doing? That's just the kind of, like, when I, when I was in any volume on Saturday, I was a 33-year-old man, and there was te- teenagers that were buying J2O's behind the bar because they couldn't drink alcohol. So these guys are like 15, 16, right? 17. Now, I'm 33. If I started whipping so say Paul was definitely I don't know how old he was but he definitely he definitely was older than 33. the guy had many a gray hair and a goaty beard you can't imagine me rocking a goat, like a full-on goaty beard no 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 this guy was late 30s early 40s so let's say some of these guys these kids at any volume were let's say there was 16. that's one year less than the 17 year 17 years old we were at b- side and there's a seven year difference between me and p In what world am I going to hang out? Am I going to, one, hang out with these 17-year-olds? And two, after they've drank all the fucking beer in my own bar, switch all the lights on and say, turn round, stick your arse out, told you you couldn't take it. Hey, guy. Yeah, need to go home, get alive. Crazy when I think about it. At the time it was like, oh, it was, remember when P whipped S, uh, it was funny, was uh, Fucking hell, man. I'm not saying the guy's dodgy, I'm not saying the guy who was into, you know, whatever, but it's not just a bit, just a bit weird looking back, isn't it? I don't know, whatever. I don't know, got me thinking. Oh, sorry, got me thinking. Um, Here's something you'll never hear me say. I've lost my keys. Here's another thing you'll never hear me say. I've lost my phone. Here's another thing you'll never hear me say. My phone's run out of charge. Have you got a phone charger? And here is something you might hear me say. How do you always lose your keys? How do you always lose your phone? And how do you leave the house knowing that your phone might die at any given moment? Now, you might ask yourself, why am I saying this? And I think that's a good question. And then I would reply... I'm just fucking sick of people being airy fairy i don't know I'm too tired. I thought that was kind of funny, but it wasn't really was it i i i never i've never understood people who are unprepared i've never understood people that lose things that are really valuable to them um and it'll 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 i have so much confidence in myself this is the one thing I have confidence in myself this is the one area where I have true confidence in myself i will never i'm going to i'm literally i am literally going on record saying i will never lose my keys or lose my phone cut to two weeks time when i'm like hey guys uh, if you happen to see my phone line about anywhere then uh all right whatever look look right look I've got Chinese food waiting for us downstairs in the kitchen. I don't have to be doing this. <laughs> no, okay, alright, fine. I had more I had like itty bitty things to talk about. I had a story about my mum and a recycling bin, but that was not that's not that interesting. Uh feeling old as fuck, lost my keys. Um I saw <laughs> this This is the last thing I'll say, right? This is very this is a very small tidbit. I was watching um yeah, I look after my then or whatever, right? She likes the fucking Dickinson's real deal auction type programmes, right? And a guy was on there who brought in a a bunch of uh jewellery that had been, he gave the story, it was left to him by his mother-in-law. His mother-in-law passed away, and him and his wife had decided to get rid of half of the jewellery. And there was fucking loads of it, necklaces, rings, earrings. It looked diamonds and that, I don't know if it was real diamonds or whatever. And the guy kept saying, we've kept half of it, they kept the stuff that like means, you know... Uh, has emotional meaning to us, or whatever, or just stuff to remember her by. But we've decided to get rid of half of it. And the person, the 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 buyer on the other on the other side, said, um, "Oh my god, this is half. There's loads here. Yeah, this is half of it. How much have we decided to keep?" And the guy said, "Well, half." <laughs> And I was like, you know what, fucking I, like, <laughs> fuck me. This guy made a whole song and dance about how they've kept half the stuff that means something to them, that they'll remember, uh, you know, that she's passed away, whatever, whatever. And the first thing the buyer asks is, this is a lot. How much did you keep? And he's, the, d- the delivery. And I'm surprised they kept me in the edit, to be honest. The delivery, though, he was like, well, half. <laughs> Shout out to that guy. <laughs> good stuff. All right. Whatever. I hope that makes sense. It was funny to me anyways. Um, well, hopefully next time I speak to you I'll be able to hear crystal clear and I won't have to be screaming into the microphone to be able to hear myself through my headphones. Um, but time shall tell. I uh, hope you have a good week. And I'm going to America soon, so if you feel like donating some money, well, you know where that fucking donate button is don't you oh, you asking for money but um thanks very much over 5k downloads are still going strong here's to the next 5k uh, and look out for the creative control podcast I'll give you, uh, give you a shout out all right much love peace and love have a good week okay bye love you bye That was a Feltnout production. To find out more, visit feltnout.co.uk. The discipline of the wax. The discipline of the wax. This sounds like a song from a musical.